So is everybody ready to go? Yeah, ready. Okay. I think just going along with what Vanessa was talking about before the first question, we'll add, what is Cardano? So from your understanding so far, what is Cardano? Does anyone have any thoughts? Maybe we can try to have thoughts. Cardano, I think it works like a wallet. I guess it's an online wallet. Yeah, that's definitely a big part of it. Basically, it's a platform. It's similar to Bitcoin in ways. Bitcoin was the first, they call it a cryptocurrency, that started in 2008. But there have been many others that have been made to try to do more things than just payments. So Cardano is, at the base level, it is a wallet that you can store value in. Like The amount that you have in your wallet is secured in a way so that it's impossible to create new money out of thin air. You have a certain amount that's available. And there's no way to make more. You you have to get it from someone else in order to have it in your wallet. And if you think about what it means to be able to send digital money to somebody and for it to be able to be clear who has what money, it's sort of a hard problem to solve. Most of the time for regular currencies, you have a central bank or you have different banks that are keeping track of the balances. But the way that a cryptocurrency works is that you have a system that's run on many computers throughout the world, and each of them makes sure that all the other ones are doing the right things with the balance of the currency. And it's based on cryptography, which is basically a way to secure data. Like you have different codes that will encrypted data so that no one can look at what the contents are without the special key to unencrypt. And it uses that sort of principle in order to keep the balances secure. Because I know Gift and Vanessa, you've both set up a wallet on your phones. And that set of words that you had to store in order to protect your balance, they represent a number, like a cryptographic key that makes sure that no one else can have access to your funds that no one else has the ability to spend money in your wallet without that special code that's generated from those words and so like with bitcoin there was basically only just the financial balance that was part of the transaction you couldn't really do anything else but send and store money with bitcoin it's sort of crazy now like every bitcoin is currently worth more than twenty thousand dollars So it's crazy, but there's not a lot that you can do with Bitcoin. And the transaction fees are $30 or more per transaction. You don't want to send small amounts of money through Bitcoin. Another thing about Bitcoin is that the amount of power that's required to keep the Bitcoin network running is probably more than the amount of power used in Malawi. So like the whole country's power wouldn't be enough to run the Bitcoin network all the nodes that are distributed. Well, it's not really distributed as much because you have giant server farms in different places like China and other places that are producing Bitcoin according to the rule that makes it so that the system works. And like the amount of power it uses is crazy. But with Cardano, it uses a different security mechanism than Bitcoin does. And so that means that the whole network 
it only uses as much power as maybe an office building. So it's much less power that's used for Cardano. And plus, some of the main benefits of Cardano are that it's built on lots of research and the technologies that are used to build the system are more stable than some other technologies that are out there. Another thing is that Cardano has a lot of other features that are currently in the process of rolling out. So like the ability to make smart contracts, we've talked about that a little bit, which make it so that you can not only store values like wallet balances in the system, but you can also store programs that make it so that you can transfer funds based on what the program is designed to do. And it makes it possible to build applications that work with finances a lot easier than you're going to try to do it with Bitcoin. And another part is they're building in governance. So the whole system that is providing the funding for the different proposals, like what I want to do with all of you in Malawi, they're building in a voting system and a way to provide funding to people for participating in governance of the Cardano project. So, yeah, one thing I wanted each of you to consider is if you were able to participate in the Catalyst project, like I had you try to sign up for the website a few months ago, like if you actually participate in that, there's ways to get more ADA, which is the currency on Cardano. So like if you participate in discussing the merits of different projects, you can get compensated for that through Cardano. Anyway, anyone else have any thoughts? Okay. So just a little summary for more trainers, just read. Maybe we can just compare the Cardano wallet, the way how maybe here air to money works. Yeah. You can see uh, the same way as the things. You can pay using Cardano wallet. You keep your money, you send the money, you send the Cardano to someone, of which the only difference between air to money and Cardano is that Cardano is much secure. Since you have access to the account, if you forget the password, that means you have lost everything. I think there's no way to retrieve the password. And you're the only person who has access to the Cardano wallet. Whenever you want to send money to someone, that means whenever you want to open the wallet, you have to use those. Oh, very digital. I've forgotten the time I was logging in my Cardano wallet. Yeah, that's an address. You've got an address for receiving yeah. receiving funds. And so like if you give that to there's actually several, so it will cycle through like and produce new ones, but you take one on the list and you give it to somebody and they can send you funds with that address, but they don't have access to your funds. Yeah. So the most good thing about Cardano is that it's more secure. Once you have the funds there that you are sure that the is very safe. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to rely on the bank to do things yeah. correctly. So the security for regular money comes from trusting the bank to do the right thing with your balance. And so uh -huh. with this system, it's the security comes from the way the system is designed. And the security is enforced by over a thousand people all over the world who have different machines set up to keep the network running and keep the system in the proper state that it's supposed to be, that makes sure that the balances are where they're supposed to be. 
it uses sort of a different system than just storing balances, but that's a bit technical. Like we can probably discuss that at a later time. I think as of now, we are in the same line. We all can tell what yeah. cardinal is, how it works. Isn't it good? Yeah, yeah. And another interesting feature of the platform is that you can create tokens on the platform. So like ADA is the main currency on the platform, but you can create a token that you can use for whatever it is that you want it to be used for. So like maybe you want to create tickets for an event or something. And so you only have a certain amount that you want to send out and anyone could like trade or buy and sell the tickets but they can't change the number if you're the one who created them. And it proves that someone has the access to an event or something. You could do something like that easily with the token system on Cardano. Any other thoughts? Yeah, uh, right. I'm learning a lot. Yeah, I've got some questions. Um, easy. I think we need to have that kind of rate Because I think it will come in time whereby we will be selling this kind of project or the ideas that we have to other people so that they can also be interested. So this is one way of getting the information. But the first thing that, as Vanessa said, uh, it's more of like the Airtel transactions that we normally do here in Malak. Yeah. But uh, I would like to find out, Ken, you talked about Bitcoin and also this cardinal thing. Uh, about the differences in terms of charging their transaction. Uh, we understand that uh, whenever you are transacting, you are, you are doing a certain transaction, there, are some, there, there is a charge for that particular transaction. So for the cardinal, would you be clear on that one to say, yeah. how much does it charge like when you are sending money? Uh, because I think we just talked about Bitcoin there. Yeah. If I go yeah, to right. yeah, there is a charge. Okay, yeah. Um, like I think it's it's about like point one seven ADA, uh -huh. which is maybe okay. yeah, like two cents. Or two cents, okay. Something like that's that's the ballpark um, for how much the transaction costs. All right. There's the possibility of transaction costs changing over time, but that amount it should be good unless the value of Cardano goes up dramatically that's not really that much okay now the other question that i have is uh, of course somehow it's my fear as well when it comes to the risk of this system uh, vanessa talked about maybe you it may happen that you lose i mean or you forgot the, the number or the yeah mm -hmm. the way that yes. the wallet works like yeah yeah, yeah. when it's setting up the code Yes. You get a list of words. Okay. So like in Yeroi, it's, it's like 12 words and there's a Daedalus wallet that's on the okay. computer that that's, it's like 24 words. But All right. like the thing is the security is based on you keeping things secure, like instead of a bank. All right. So like you're trusting your own abilities to keep it secure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, okay. So I would like, I wanted to know if we... Is there any means that somebody can try to retrieve, uh, uh, to get back your number or the, the, the wallet number or the wallet password there? Because even in the bank, when you, when you get lost your secret number there, yeah. they, they are able to give you to say, okay, maybe just try to give us your information, then you get back your account. So what about for this one? Because I think we need also to explain to the people about that one, so that when they get lost, 
I mean, the account or maybe the, the, the wallet. They have to know to say, maybe it may happen when they've got a lot of money in, that, in the wallet. And it, it has happened that maybe they just forgot the, 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 the numbers there. Yeah. So and how can we help such kind of person? Well, you would probably need to set up a special system, like a smart contract or something. Okay. With the basic wallet, if you lose the list of words that it gives you, then it's pretty much impossible to get it back. But it is possible to set up a system using smart contracts where maybe you can have multiple people with access. And it's okay for one or two out of a group of 10 people to lose their their keys. But as long as most of the people have their keys still, you can still access the funds. So like, there's ways of doing that that can protect you from that kind of mistake but it's not just the straightforward basic way that the platform works all right the, the last question that i have based on the wallet what's the limit of the funds or the money that you have you are required to keep in the wallet yeah also there's... for the money and also other bank services they do have some limitation of figures so i would like to know at least there's no limit like the smallest unit of funding with ada i think it's a millionth of an ada it's called a love list okay. because the, it's named after basically the first programmer. Back in the 1800s, there was someone who created a design for a theoretical computer before they had the ability to actually build it. And there was this lady who actually wrote programs for this computer that didn't exist. And so that's what the currency is named after anyway. So like her name was Ada Loveless. And so like Ada is the main currency and then loveless is like a millionth of an ada or something so like you can have zero in your account or you can have one loveless probably but you wouldn't be able to make a transaction if you have probably less than the 0.17 ada or whatever to pay the transaction fee so you can have nothing or almost nothing in your wallet but you might not be able to do anything with it if you don't have at least like a fifth of an ADA or something in there. So uh, I was asking this question. So, uh, I was trying to look at this kind of uh, the, the wallet because maybe other companies, yeah, I don't know. But I think other companies would like to use this wallet when it comes to payment. So that's the thing that I asked. Maybe it's possible that maybe a company can try to the or the payment to the yeah well it definitely gives you a lot of opportunities to create systems like if you wanted to use it for building a company and you have a system for making payments and transactions you can make a program that will manage the balance on your wallet or a program that people can run on their wallets to interact with your system that's part of why I think we've talked about building platforms for like doing transactions and buying and selling stuff, but like that's part of the reason why it's a good choice for that kind of system is because you have security built into Cardano and you have a lot of opportunities or a lot of abilities that the system has to make interesting applications that deal with finances. Any other thoughts before we move on? I guess nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. I'm just following. I need to rain more.
Give you just follow it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sure. I guess we can start with some of the questions that I had now that we've had a long discussion about Cardano. Let's see. With the first one I've got here is, if the funding is only for six months, what will the project look like in the long term? So that's sort of like with the whole fund two round that I'm trying to work through to get funding for the project. It was basically looking at a six month time frame and trying to get more developers interested in Cardano over the course of six months. And so that's sort of why like I was targeting six months with the proposal. But does anyone have any thoughts about what our ideas and goals are for the future, like within six months and beyond that? Funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> looks like we dropped gifts. Yeah. So okay. So, to... Well, but okay. Did you ask? What are your thoughts on our goal for six months? Like, if we get the funding, oh, like for the yeah. first six months, what do you think about our goals for that? And yes. and then after that, our thoughts about beyond the six months. I guess that will mean for the first month, eh? we we'll have to see if we can get the people, let them know what Cardano is, how best it works. Then when they get used, that's when maybe we can see an outcome the other, the other month coming. Yeah. But I guess we cannot fully tell. It will depend on how the people will welcome the thing. Yeah. How how best we can teach them and how best they can understand the thing. Because it will, it all depends on us. Yeah. If we can make them know, we can convince them that the thing is good. That means most people will talk to it. Most people would like to use it. But if we have negativity, it won't be possible for our customers, for for, our, for the people to welcome the thing. So it will depend. Yeah. Yeah, I was But I think by the period of six months, the thing will be working. And yeah, I think it. People will be used. Sure. I, I think I would like to agree with what Vanessa said. I think for the six months, we cannot tell. The, the, the outcome, but I think the, if we're going to spend good time, I mean, if we're going to have good time telling people about the card, you know, we are hoping people by then will have a better understanding of this. I think from there, that's now we can we'll be able to tell to say we are going to do this again, but I understand it, and I think this many people like this, but it depends, it depends which application because it's like a foundation of our company. Yeah. So it take. Uh, I mean, it depends how the trading is gonna be, the, uh, how much work will be done on the ground. That one will tell the outcome of uh, the the project after this month. Yeah, yeah. That's sort of one of the things I was thinking about in my proposal when I was talking about setting up an exchange, like a way to transfer between Quacha and Ada. If people can use the platform for a transaction and then they can get physical money through an exchange, it might help people to gain in their trust of the system. Do either of you have any thoughts on that? What will it take for people to trust the system? All right. I think let me start. Maybe if I need to come up. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, I think uh, that's why I know we need awareness of this, especially when it talks about money issues. People they are a little bit uh, like uh, hesitate somehow to say how to speak and how life is. Of course, that one is obvious. People we are going to face those kind of problems. People they, they will be asked how to start a system, how life will start. So I think that's where now we need to build ourselves have I mean to have a better understanding of this uh, according to what will be explained. And the other thing is just because I think there's a certain question that talks about working with the malaria. I think the other thing that will make people trust more is it's gonna it's gonna be done with us as malaria. So I think we will be having a, 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 the same language there. They'll be we'll be able to explain to them maybe that's a, that's the first thing. Yeah. Somebody whom we I think we, we are all one. I mean, we are from the same country. They'll be like, I think this one seems uh, cool. Then how are we going to present that? That's another thing. Uh, the, the way we're going to present ourselves, to, I mean, to, to them, how we're going to deliver the information. I think it should not be much of complicated. The other thing, so we should also be able to make sure that. Even somebody, like if we are looking at the local level, if it's somebody who maybe who doesn't know much of uh, these kind of things, you'll be able to interact with this kind of system. I think that one again, and also take a good way, because even the issue of health or money here, I just say it was hard for some people, but uh, as time goes, people they were able to understand what is health or money all about. And they are able to, to do the transaction in their home right now. Yeah. Even for somebody who can go to understand like some other states, they're able to do this in their home because now they're able, I mean, they have, they have got that kind of information. Yeah. So the issue of women's shooting, the trust in the people, it will start with us. Yeah. I understand. It's important to have interaction with the community. And as most of our team is Malawian, it improves the ability for people to put trust in what we're offering to have Malawians explaining it in Chichewa or, or whatever, you know. My main concern was if you receive ADA for a transaction and being able to transact between Kwacha and ADA I'm sure that most of what you buy, you're using Quacha to buy it, right? So what would you do if you had ADA and you can only buy things with Quacha? So that's what I was talking about as far as having some sort of exchange. We need to set up a way that you can transfer funds between ADA and between Quacha because you could try to get the whole economy to use ADA instead of Quacha, but I don't think that's the right strategy. Anyway, any thoughts? Vanessa, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. You're so good. You have any thoughts, Vanessa? No. Yeah, but I think that's a big step of course, trying to how to convert, I don't know, add it to watch and I think that's the other thing that we need to know how. Yeah. Okay, so how about thoughts about the long term, like what we've discussed in the past already about the project that we're doing? After six months are over and we're thinking about the long term what do either of you see as goals for the long term of the project that we're doing can you pardon i didn't get it like if we start a company in malawi where do you see it in the next year or beyond or after the first six months what are your thoughts on that like we were asking for basically 
$50,000 worth of funds to start our project. And in the proposal, I had it set up for maybe paying us each a salary for six months total, like half of the funds going to that and maybe the other half going to whatever business expenses we would have and setting things up and maybe saving for whatever comes next. Do either of you have any thoughts on what comes next after six months of working on things? What are your thoughts? After those six months, it's a long time. Yeah. People by then, people will get used. At least people will know what they are doing. Actually, they will be just coming in themselves since they know the whole thing. So I think after that six months, if we won't be receiving the funds, the business will sustain itself. Yeah. The business will sustain itself since the people have known it for long. The people, they are just poking in. So I was thinking that the business can sustain itself. It can just be now growing. Yeah. That is at the bottom level, we have done well. If we have maybe do the civic education, what, what, if the people know the whole thing at the bottom level, then the thing can grow. Yeah, an important part of that is finding a source of revenue beyond the funding from the Catalyst Project, which is where the proposal was made. Like, if we are going to try to build some sort of program or platform or something and get it to a point where it's producing a revenue stream in six months, that's an important part of making things sustainable. Like, we could possibly ask for more funds for something once we get close to the end of what we have if we do receive funding but a big part of getting to where we should want to go is making our business sustainable because part of my goal is to help Malawians to gain access to a global economy through this platform where you can produce things in Malawi and sell them anywhere in the world like as far as software projects it would be good for the economy in Malawi and so getting to a place where our business is sustainable do you, either of you have any thoughts on that yeah, yeah. Actually, I've got the information. I mean, the patient. I think me, after having maybe very six months, a period of time, I'm able to see uh, this company. I mean, uh, people benefiting, many people benefiting from this. I'm trying to say, even the government, I'm able to see even the government being part of this kind of system. After maybe having very effective, very effective awareness to the people. Can I join you in 10 minutes time? I wasn't at home, so I have to be going. Hello? What, is, what, what did you say? I'm saying, can I join you after 10 minutes time? I wasn't at home, so now I'm trying to go home. You're going. <laughs> okay. Don't start cooking there. All right. Uh, don't cook me. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Ten minutes. We'll be counting down. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, brother Ken, I think we're gonna still talk. Yeah. Yeah, so I was saying, the question was like, how do we see this in long-term period of time, right? Like after yeah. six months. Yeah, so I think as to me, because I know many people love this system and things will be fine, I'm able to see many companies 
doing in our using this issue. I'm, I'm able to set the sentiment of the government also taking part in this issue, giving us opportunity to work in different environments in the government. I'm able to see that. Yeah. And again, I'm able to cause it. I'm able to see this company employing some people as well, because it's like the work will be like we are going to have just a lot on the table to be done, a lot of work. So I'm able to see also this company managing employing other people coming in on board and also helping us as well. Then again, even the issue of the school, I'm able also to see this company running that school, helping that school. I think we discussed about this thing. So I'm able even to do that, like even training others using the same company. I mean, process using others and also being able even to do some other activities using the same, the same funds for this company. So I'm able even like the, the people from all angles of Malawi, yeah. all classes of living, like from the low level, middle, and also the upper people, the people who are in different areas as well, they can also I better understanding of this and they'll be able to benefit from this sometimes and also this after six months. Yeah. Yeah. You were talking about the government adopting Cardano for different things. Sure. Like the ability to set up a secure voting system is another thing that Cardano offers. Like they're still working on building it into the platform, but one of the things that we'll offer is the ability to do secure voting. And oh. so, like, what are your thoughts about that, considering the elections in Malawi uh-huh. in the recent years? Yeah. What do you think about having a system that that gives you uh-huh. secure voting? Okay, yeah. I think, of course, I'm not much into that kind of information, but I think the little <laughs> that I have, I can share. Yeah, yeah. of course, uh, actually, here we are not yet introduced to the electrical uh, voting. Yeah. Whereby people, they can vote electrically, but it's more of like just going to the center, doing the actual thing yourself. You have to vote like manual, right? So here we are normally using manual. Yeah. We are not just using the electrical. Yeah, a lot of parts of the U.S. are like that too. Yeah, yeah, sure. There's still questions about security, like either way, whether it's electronic or whether it's by hand. Like, yeah, what do people actually do with the ballots once the voting is done, and how do you know that you're getting a good count? Okay, yeah, like here, once the voting is done, they just begin to calculate. Like, you can never report there. They begin to calculate. You can never report their count down, that is down, and you can find the winner. That data and also going to another data. Then from there, we call them the voting center. So from the voting center, they need to send the report to the main center, we call it the main tally center, where they do announce the official results there. So sometimes they, they do even use like the vehicles, they do go in these kind of places, centers, collecting the results, then taking them to the main tally center. And when the voting is done, that's what happens. Yeah. I think part of how the system works on Cardano, the way that the voting is set up, Mm. you have your ballot. They have an application right now on the phone where you can set up the different things that you're voting on for the different proposals. Mm. And then it encrypts your answers to the questions on the app. Mm. 
Uh, and then it can actually apply your answers to the tally. Okay. While it's encrypted, it's called homomorphic encryption. So basically you can do addition and subtraction to the voting tallies uh, while the data is encrypted so no one can actually see the results until after it's unencrypted and the final tallies are shown. And so if you make it so that you have a secure source of identity, so like yeah. you know that the people who are allowed to vote are the ones who are voting and they use their identity like the secret keys based on their identity to yeah. encrypt the data for their vote, then the system knows that they can only have one vote for each of the different things that they can vote for. And it makes sure that that happens. And then it adds and subtracts whatever from the balance of votes because you can vote yes or vote no on something. Like that's all done within the encryption so that no one can interfere with the way the system works. Yeah, I think it sounds good. It sounds good. good I think it's... Like, it doesn't have to be used at the national level or whatever. Ah. If it's internal to a company or something and people want to uh -huh. set up a vote for people in their company, like they can just set up a little vote yeah. and make sure that it's secure. Like you won't be able to track someone's votes back to them because uh -huh. it's just the set of additions and subtractions to the main balance of votes or whatever. Uh -huh. yeah, it sounds good. I think this can also help us. And I think many people they like this one, the company, the nation. So I think it's going to be a good thing. It's going to create a good platform. Yeah. Like one of my thoughts for our company when we set it up is to try to set it up so that all the finances of the company yeah. are built into like a smart contract. So it's something that would be stored on the Cardano platform. And then we can manage the company and the business decisions. We could maybe make it so that that's transparent and something that the community could look at to see what our decisions are as a business. Yeah. So that people can know that we're doing what we say we are with the funds yeah. and stuff. I think it's a very good idea. Yeah, uh, it's a very good idea. In the reason it's a working company, very good idea. That's why I was saying if we start I think we need to do something like the company not what whatever so that we can begin to to orient them how this works. Yeah. I'm just going over the questions. We've answered quite a few of them. All right. What is the importance of having a developer on the ground in Malawi to make this happen? And would online learning be an option? Like part of my goal is to be able to teach developers. And so we can actually build programs to do things, a lot of which will probably involve Cardano for anything we want to do that has to have like a shared state among all the users of the platform. Mm. What's the benefit of having me in Malawi versus the possibility of like maybe doing online learning? Uh, yeah, I think the uh, importance of having you in Malawi, I, I like the vision of the company. Because I know out of this, I think many people who, who have a, a very brilliant knowledge and ideas out of this. And I think it's part of, we call it innovation, right? It's part of innovation. So I think as for young people, People who learn a lot, uh, people benefit a lot, and that of this, I think, is to be able to stand on our own and also maybe help other people as well. But just having you here in Malawi is a great opportunity for the nation of Malawi. 
because as I've already said, the, the government has introduced a new system whereby speaking with youth, they have to be innovative. They have to be able to be creative. Yeah, so they're encouraging young people to come out with the companies and also maybe doing some stuff like businesses, whatever. So I thought of like, this is one of the great ideas as the government wants to the national So like in that way, and again, I think it's for the good of the money, for the financial security as well. You know, there are so many ways that we are getting better and better in technology. That's when also many things are coming in to pick up of the money that was created. So I think if this this is one way to the nation of Malawi because the money for the citizens of Malawi as a nation will be protected. So I think through this kind of system, to the land of Malawi, to the people of Malawi, I think it will also help them to be accountable to their money. I think they will be able to track their money, how they are using, how they are using the safe. Yeah. Yeah. Say if instead of me coming to Malawi to try to help and help mm -hmm. teach people well in Malawi, like say if I was going to try to just offer online courses or something, if we do video conference calls or something like if we did that instead, would it cause trouble at all for us to be able to be successful as a company? Like for us to be successful in teaching people about programming and maybe using Cardano for helping that happen or doing financial transactions. Yeah, of course, online can be an option, but in Malawi, of course, there's this kind of problem that we get with the of network. Because when we talk about online, like for us, it's just fine, we can do this. But when it becomes maybe having many people or maybe yeah, many people maybe that big class that you need to teach. There's a, a problem of network sometimes uh, in terms of the, the bundle issue yeah. and whatever there. So that one, I think you can work somehow. So I, some, somehow it can work, but somehow it can not work effectively. But if you can just have them coming here and having them using a place, teaching them, I think that one can really help each and everyone because there are some they cannot maybe manage your mind at the time because of some issues there. And there are some they can manage this yeah. the place where we can say, okay, this is the place, this is the place. I mean, this is the place where we are going to be planning this thing. I think, yeah, that's, that's my suggestion there. It can work to some, but to some, I think it cannot work. Yeah, like not everybody has the resources yeah. to be able to do yeah. online yeah. video yeah. streaming. Yeah. And also being able to have things clear. Mm -hmm. So like having the point of yeah, yeah. The conversation, <laughs> the quality of the audio or, yeah. or whatever, like being able to have a conversation without wondering what someone has yeah. said because the voice is dropping out from network yes. or whatever. And there are some that are visual learners. There are some that are visual learners. So I think for the visual yeah. learners, they cannot benefit a lot. Yeah, it's possible to set it up so that I could maybe share the screen uh, on my laptop. And uh -huh. like if we did something through Zoom yeah, or whatever, yeah. that would be a possibility. But And again, I think that um, they need that kind of intellectual where but maybe when it comes to questions, some maybe go online, some they can only choose to ask some questions. Like, what about this? What yeah. about this? Maybe they may feel shy. Maybe they may think like, I'll ask later, I'll ask later. In time, it's just see that but the i think with that kind of interaction we'll be able to ask 
say, okay, if you're on Lake, how about this? How can I do this? How can I? And I think you're going to be able, even for the good part of you as a teacher, you'll be able to say, okay, I think I've lost this one. I think I need to go back to take on how you do this. And I think it's online. It's hard for you to trace to see how many have lost. Maybe they're not following somehow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of possibilities as far as teaching and learning. You can do without even needing the computer for it. Like the computer, like if you're going to actually be writing the code, then that's an important part. But there's a lot of theory and a lot of things that we could discuss and a lot of ways to learn programming related stuff without needing to to use power. Like how about people's access to power in Malawi? Like does the power yeah, sure. always work all the time? Of course, maybe sometimes we do have road babies, but it doesn't take long time. Maybe just maybe one, yeah. two, two hours. And so for one or two hours, maybe the power goes down. How often does something yeah. like no, that No, no, I think it, we don't normally have this kind of experience. Of course, sometimes maybe we do have, because of the source of the power that we have, we do generate our power from the, from the phone. So sometimes maybe because of the rain season, we do have some, some things there, like the equipment, and also the turbines, they're a little bit disturbed. So that's, sometimes when it comes to rain season, we do have that kind of, but it's not all the time. Sometimes we do, sometimes not. So I think on that one, we're going to just have maybe the, the gen set as well, uh, so that when we have that kind of problem, we can also just connect ourselves to the gen set power. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing is like with network, the signal is not always the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are right. Yes, yes. The coverage is sometimes poor, goes down too. Okay, what do you think the value of people learning how to program is in Malawi? Oh, okay. Yeah, I tell you, because the programmers here we have, but I believe that maybe it's not that people they don't want to learn, but maybe the developers of this program like you, I think we don't have many of them here. Maybe they are, but just very few as well. But I think it, uh, with this kind of, when you teach us, I think many people will be able now to come up with different programs out of this program. I mean, I think we will be able to be creative out of this. And so I'm sure, I think uh, people are going to use this knowledge in different ways when it comes to technology. You know, we are going there, uh, Malawi is one of the developing countries, that's where we are going. So I think out of the fears and the skills that people will get from this kind of training, they'll be able to sit down and to come up with some other activities as well. They'll be creative in another way. They'll be able to do what they want to do with this program. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think on that, that's what I can say. Yeah, I guess maybe just one last thing that yeah. we can okay, yeah. we can talk about today. Sure. How hard do you think it will be to find people who want to learn how to write code? And what do you think the possibility is of finding people who already know how to write code, who want to learn about Cardano and to use that platform? Okay, I think let me try to answer this one then. I think I'll go to the The first thing we need to, like for here, for somebody to go to university here, they are taken by looking at their grade. Maybe, maybe, grade, grade 12, uh, or grade 12, how did they manage to do that? I mean, they code for that. That's the, the other thing, because it, it's not just everyone. I, I don't think how, I mean, the criteria that we're going to put, but I think we, for having the better understanding, we need to take the, the people that maybe they'll be able to understand the language. Of course, not not like, 
uh, having the, the pro, I mean, the programming system them, but we talk about the, the people not that they're able to comment the science, the science, or whatever there. So I think that would be the best way. That one is not a big deal, of course. There are people that maybe they are willing to go to universities. Others that are going to universities, they're just staying in their home. So I think it, it would be the opportunity as well. So, okay, there's this kind of chance would like you maybe if you can manage to do that. So when when the program will grow, we, we, we can even even go to the to the, to the radio station and see try to tell ourselves. To say this is the company of World World Nation in our name of the company and invite some people. They will they will come to register and they'll be they'll be with us, they'll join us, they'll be our students to begin to teach them. I don't know if I answered you correctly from what I mean, it's the that I yeah, like I was thinking in the course of the first six months that we are working mm -hmm. together towards the project, what do you think as far as bringing on people and teaching them? Like, I know that you don't know much yet about writing code, and that's something that we're going to spend a lot more time talking about soon. But what do you think about like within six months, how likely are people to be interested in learning to code and how many developers do you think are already available in Malawi that might be interested in learning about Cardano and some of the types of code that go into using that system? Yeah, I think it, for the number of people, it's going to be just a suggestion, but I know there are many. Like from where we are, Vanessa, I myself were in the same city. So we know. Yeah. We know the people that we're surrounded with. I'm sure, I think they are men. Yeah, I know from my visits to Malawi that yeah. when I've mentioned in the past wanting to come to Malawi to teach programming, mm. I've had a lot of people yeah. express interest in that sort of thing in the past. People want to learn sure. what's out there as far as technology and how to do inventive mm -hmm. new things mm -hmm. with computers. Yeah. So even in six months, I'm telling you, we're going to have many of them. They are men. As far as the process for teaching people, it may take more time than that for people to get proficient at writing code. Like there's a lot I can do. Like if I have more time to focus on writing code myself, that would be useful for us to maybe make our business sustainable, like where we can yeah, yeah. we can keep on going after the funding runs out. But one of the ways that I wanted to help people learn to develop is through something called mob programming. So like basically you have one computer and you have one person who sits at the computer and they're entering the code based on what other people in the group are telling them to write. When you're sitting at the keyboard, you're not thinking up the code yourself, but other people are helping you write the code. And so it, basically it would give people the ability to gain experience at writing code even before they might totally understand. And just having that practice, it helps people to, to learn quicker as far as being able to know what they're doing like you can learn a lot of theory for programming but until you actually start writing code then it's just theory and you need to turn that theory into a practical knowledge for how yeah. to make things happen I, i'm telling you that i think people like people and i think as well as we need to do that i think when we start company it will also help us when it comes to, to the sustaining the company because we, uh, once we're going to have a space also, well organized to come to like what you said, the work itself. I think we are going to have students 
once we establish getting you many people who come for the organic because yeah. I've been hearing numerous people that have been just doing that. I've been IT, like my own brother, who did IT. Many people, they just go for IT, or many people here will go for this because we know just a very much because so many programs. So people will go to this program. People will come. And I think we can also raise funds as well for this for the company. Yeah, I think that's probably enough for today. Thank you for participating. I, I know that the other members of our <laughs> team, their calls have dropped. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get everybody in one place at the same time. Yeah. Like as far as trying to make things happen as a group, but yeah, it's okay. We've got a lot yeah. of good discussion. In yeah, today. but I think some they can just maybe answer those questions through the text. Just tell them if they've got some ideas, they can just write them there. Yeah, yeah, I think it would be good to have more interaction in our group chat. Yeah. All right, brother Ken. Yeah, thank you. Blessing. Your name, not in English. How do you pronounce it again? In English. <laughs> yeah, we call you Blessing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's easier to say. Uh, oh, yeah. My name is uh, Madaliso. Yeah, I put your name, the normal sure. way to say it, in the proposal. But since I've been calling you Blessing, like that's what it means in English, right? Yeah. So you just put Madaliso. In, in, I mean, you just put Madaliso. Then in bracket, you put Blessing for somebody to understand it. Yeah, sure. I just wanted to add that in case people are confused. You just to Jail so that they can know where this company has been located. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right, okay. Anyway, like it's good to talk to you. I'll I'll talk to Thank you, you later. All right. Uh, we have a wonderful day. Uh, best Sunday morning. Yeah, you too. Thank you.